if you cursed me or if it truly is because I did not sage the house but we just had our first experience in a brand new house oh no I'm not kidding you before I even left for this podcast today before I got to your house no Becca told me what happened last night no. don't don't do please it please tell me it was the dolls not the dolls God oh good it. Top Hat Man is back baby oh so it isn't home based it's no. person based nope it, yeah, 100%. So I guess what happened was last night, you know, she was having a hard time sleeping. And um, she got up to go to the bathroom. And as she got into the bathroom, it was pitch black, but she could see a, a figure standing in the doorway, basically. She said it looked like me. And so she just assumed that I was the one going to the bathroom before her. So she went to go lay down in bed. Well, <laughs> as like, soon as, around. yeah, as soon as she got back in bed, apparently I turned over and cuddled her. Oh. That's and scary. she decided not to go to the bathroom last night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, sandalwood is in my future. Yeah. I'm guessing the weeds are part of this. <laughs> you must be, you have some 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 portal active. Something is not happy with Clear this. Clear the portal. So, we need to, need to meditate, we need to manifest, and we need to cleanse. It's your astral projection body. Yeah, someone's just visiting you. Oh, my God. With you sleeping, do not. You, wait, 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 stop. wait, wait, stop! Oh, oh what? Oh, wait, wait! You yes. did just have a revelation. Yes. Yeah, you did. Oh shit! Oh shit! It was his soul. Oh shit! It was his soul, and that's why it represented. Top Hat Man has always been you. You are fucking you are Top soul. Hat Man. <gasps> that's horrible. That's I'm in chills right now. I actually now. am in chills as well. I'm in fuck chills. you. Now I have to. Oh my god! I have to contemplate this shit now. I am. Fuck you. Oh my god. I think our best answer is we're saging Chase's butthole. We need to sage you, my dude. You need to do a energy work. We You're seriously going to gonna sit energy. there and tell me that I have been visited by myself through astral traveling? Yes. No, you it's, visited it's Becca in your own home. As Top Hat Man, as a figure. I mean, that's just what she's relating it to. But it was you standing in the doorway. It was your soul. Yeah. Just passing through your home. Maybe you're going to the next world. Welcome back, Purgators, to Stuck in this Purgatory. My name is Chase, and I'm officially freaked out now. Thank you, guys. I appreciate this. This is not the type of love and support that I needed. Joining me is the Hellfire Club himself, Hunter. Pack it in. Pack it in. And Adrian. Hello. Oh, my God, you guys. You have fucking... Bang, bang, That's bang. our biggest revelation. KFA fact-checked. I'm, I'm legitimately freaked the fuck out now. That's the most logical explanation for hey, possibly hey. what everyone convergence. sees in shadow people. Convergence. Okay. Theory. Theory. Convergence. Convergence. Theory. What if a majority of shadow people encounters are lucid dreamers that are visiting themselves? Well, that was the point that I brought up when we talked about shadow people it makes so much sense so they're visiting themselves and they're confused and faceless nameless but it's a it's a reflection of your soul 
It's very possible. It is extremely possible. Or it's our brain opening up to the fourth dimension that we can't even fucking know. We don't even know. I'm I'm fucking speechless right now. <laughs> I literally, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to think anymore. Life is a fucking lie. YOLO. It makes so much sense, YOLO. though, because Top Hat Man never does anything bad. It's like he just hovers over you, paralyzes you, because you literally can't move because you're not in your body. You can't fucking move because you're projecting. Oh, God. As a shadow person, you are in the shadow dimension. Bro, I've got, like, fucking a total of six hours of sleep this week. I don't need this on top of me. Already being anxious about going to sleep to get some sleep. <laughs> going to sleep. <laughs> Seriously. No, my brother said it perfectly. He's like, he has a hard time going to sleep because he has anxiety over the fact of sleeping. Because it's a fucking trippy experience. Well, for me, it's like when I don't get sleep and I know that I need to get sleep, I get anxiety that I know I need to sleep. <laughs> And now, so don't sleep. on top of that stress and anxiety, I have to think that I mean traveled or visited by me from an alternate dimension or reality. Well, as as your two best friends, we say oh this God. very, very politely. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you should have us both over while you, you sleep. We should that have a little... sounds creepy as fuck. We should have a night. I do not trust either one of you fucks. <laughs> No, but Actually, it's true. Question though, maybe he should record himself sleeping to see any weird no. movement. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Webcam. No. Yes. Dude, what if we get content? How much money that do you need? Shows your body. Yeah. Seriously, you will get. You, we will be bajillionaires if you capture your body leaving and standing there. If you, okay. I'm not even gonna say it. No. Fuck you guys. This is not happening. <laughs> fuck both of you. Come on, man. No. Come on. No. Maybe I your have bathroom. Learned, as I've gotten older, <laughs> as I. That's fucking gross. This isn't Pornhub, okay? He's just sitting there. What the fuck? <laughs> Materializing from the warp. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'll make sure to get an undercarriage view for that. Just for you. Okay? Looks like, like a World like War the paint One. can we shot that one day. It's, yeah. It's World no, War One. You, like trench foot just no, coming out. I, you know what? As how, how about hallway? Hallway. No. Why not? As I've gotten older, I have learned... I don't have much patience, but I have learned the patience of thinking things through before I say things. And so, fuck you guys. No. Okay. It'll, it'll you solve both. your problems. I hate we'd you be both. millionaires. Yeah, we'd be millionaires. Sorry, we'll, we'll get it another way. It... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm putting more ring cameras up. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, just On the wait outside. till you see us. It's going to be the outside. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have like, I'm be like those hey, movies, hey. like those criminal movies where I'm like at my fucking computer and there's like eight monitor screens <laughs> yeah. just full of cameras. Just looking. He, he said I could go sleep over f- before hunting. Oh, so you go stay at his yeah, house? Yeah, I go there Thursday night. No. Perfect. No, you offered. You did offer. I mean, if you want to sleep on the floor, I don't have anywhere for you to sleep right now. <laughs> you bought a couch. He'll sit on a couch. I have an air mattress. You want that? Fuck yeah. yeah he'll take okay. it. You got as long the cots? As I could go up to the hallway and be like, just peek in. It's me even creepier. Fuck. <laughs> it'd, be like that, it'd be like the fucking show you. Oh, that's a great show. They're making a new season. Oh, I don't I don't need to know. That show's fucked. Yeah, it is fucked. All right. Let's move on with the S-Pub. Yes, let's talk about what we're actually going to talk about. Part two of the fourth dimension and astral traveling. So last episode as a refresher because i'm pretty sure we're still you, know, you can see the steam coming out of my brain still from this shit we talked about the fourth dimension uh we talked about its parallels to the second and third dimension and we talked in our non-educated physics and mathematic brains about what we think and conceive that it is and the fact that you may through meditation or self-love be able to ascend your body into an etheric state and transcend um, time as we perceive it, past, present, and future. Nice. 
Right? Nice summary. Was, dude, yeah. it fucking... Yeah. You, that one stuck with me. This, I'm, I'm intrigued by this shit. Good so. episode. I know, this stuff... I'm surprised it didn't leave your body. It did, apparently, last night. <laughs> <laughs> feel for you, my dude. I feel oh for you. Oh, my God. So, part two, um, we're going to finish off the different planes of uh, the fourth dimension and astral traveling, and then we are going to also get into some stories today. And if I'm not mistaken, these are going to get pretty sexual. So No, I only got one. I have already oh. taken my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I am prepared. Hey, just know that sometimes your soul want to be, wants to be penetrated and other people's souls want to be penetrated. So now we we've discovered a new kink for I could, people. I could visibly see the discomfort in your face by saying those lines. <laughs> <laughs> when kink came out so crunchy. Kink. <laughs> He's like, he was just like, ah, oh, and those fucking holes. Why am I saying, am I saying uh, orifices, right now? God. Appendages. We're, uh. all, we're all animals. We're all mammals in the end, and we all fuck. Get over it. <laughs> fucking like mammals, son. Let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Wow, I can't believe you still remember that. It was like 2008. I, I know. Jesus. Hey, a lot of, lot of sleepless nights to that song. That music video. So, getting back into the different planes, we're gonna get we're gonna jump into the lower astral plane. The lower astral plane is the lowest subplane of the fourth dimension. It lies partly on the surface of the Earth and partly, perhaps mostly, beneath the surface of the Earth. Remember that the fourth dimension is out of phase with our physics sense organs, and it is not perceivable to our third dimensional consciousness. The lower astral plane is filled with the emotions of fear, anger, sorrow, guilt, and pain. These negative emotions lower the vibration of this plane and diminish its light. Vision here is like looking through an infrared camera where the only colors are black and gray and dirty red. It's dirty red. <laughs> Very muddled red. Uh, yeah, red dirt. It's like how Predator sees. It's like iron. It's like rusted iron. So does that mean... uh? Dark emotions have more of a weight on you. That's why you feel like you're being dragged down. Feels like it feels like life is just deteriorating me every day. You know what? Actually, Big Mouth does a great representation of depression. The depression kitty, how yeah. it just wants to hug you and smother you and just overwhelm you and finds joy in it. Yeah, that bitch. that's how I imagine depression. <laughs> you big bitch, <laughs> fucking bitch kitty. <laughs> the lower astral plane is not imaginary. It does have an objective existence. It is not evil of itself, but instead resonates to and reflects the evil within those who visit it. If we were to calm our fear with love, we would take on a higher frequency astral body. Then we could safely travel through the lower astral plane to assist its poor inhabitants. In fact, many spiritual people give the service of lower astral rescue work. Wow. What a load of shit. We're the <laughs> Avengers now. What the fuck is rescue work? <laughs> they they pull out their fucking mind ropes and jump down your your vast cavernous butthole. You think pull, that... pull your evil, sorrowful, depressed soul out of your ass. Is that what you think spiritualists do to people that are incarcerated that want to move to the religion of spirituality? They're like, you will be our, our doers of the rescue work in the fourth dimension. But like... Is it like physical beings that are trapped there, or is it just consciousness that's no, trapped it's, there? It's states of mind. Yeah, one states of mind in the fourth dimension that is bringing you down in the third dimension that you physically can't understand. So, 
it's not an inherently evil place, but you're just reflecting a bunch of negative energy, and then thus it's the lower, yeah. the subpar. The astral or emotional planes. Oh, Lord, here we go. Oh, Lord, baby Jesus. The inhabitants of the astral subplanes above the lower astral plane see the same Earth that we see in the third dimension. However, the enhanced perceptions of the astral body allow the traveler to perceive much more. With our astral vision, we can see the outer appearance as it is seen in the third dimension. However, we can also see the etheric body, the aura, chases top hat man and the prana that is circulating over under around and through the life forms and objects in fact in the fourth dimension it becomes apparent that all objects have a life force and objects in air quotes well you gotta it's a so rocks have life force yes Yes. According according to this theory, everything has a It life would force. make sense. I, I say that jokingly, but it would make sense with all this crystal talk that a crystal, a rock, a gem holds a life force. Everything has energy. Hmm. Have you ever and I know that there's like a, a legitimate condition I it's like autism or some shit where like uh. people see perceive lights. Yeah. Like triple or double. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had that effect where you've seen like some sort of aura around a natural object? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I think I'm crazy. I'm sure I am crazy. Obviously, if I'm seeing my, if Becca's seeing myself, I don't know if I'm yeah. astral traveling. Fuck yeah. It. I swear, some people have like halos and like auras. Like some, just like good people. Sometimes when you meet them, it's just like they have this glow. Yeah, it's it's, it's a term. You gl- you're glowing. It's it's an it's an aura term. Adrian, you're glowing. It's uh, called moisturizer. You big bitch. It's you're glowing. Ra- it's called radiation poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you rate it's his it's his disproportionate arms it's his, his half cocked leg the hair on his what it's back yeah his back yeah you're just you're just a big deformed blob as we move into the higher realities of the astral or emotional plane it is much lighter therefore colors are more perceivable and objects are clearer once there we lose sight of third dimensional earth and become absorbed with the fascinating process of creating reality with her thoughts and feelings. Imagination. <laughs> You're telling me that I'm SpongeBob. Yes. Fuck! <laughs> and we are actually in a pineapple under the sea. Could you believe that? I could, actually. <laughs> the, the amount of shit we're talking about, I could. The entire astral or emotional plane from the lower astral plane to the base of the mental plane acts like a mirror for our emotions. In these four-dimensional realities, feelings from the third-dimensional world are amplified. Then they reverberate back to the physical world in an ever-expanding arc, like a wave, buffeting back and forth between two walls. However, if we can travel into the astral plane and calm this storm, our third-dimensional emotions will also lessen. That just gives me anxiety. Because now, to to lessen my anxiety, I, I got to go travel to the astral plane and calm the storm. Good luck, okay. my guy. Okay. It's, I'll, I, it's like Waterworld, where you get the wave pool. There's no turning back once you're in the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, you you're, always <laughs> underestimate it. <laughs> you're either riding that wave, or you're knocking bitches out. I love getting on the tubes and just blasting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's wrong with you. That's, that's what you need to go travel. I pr- you need to bring peace to your body. I purposely tra- turn around and face them. I can see the fear in their eyes as I tumble through <laughs> oh them in my, my big God. tube. <laughs> That's fucked, my guy. That is fucked. 
So now we're going to move into Summerland. Sounds fun. Sounds <laughs> sounds bright. Sounds airy. It sounds peaceful. Well, it sounds nice. ten times better than the emotional planes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Emotions nice suck. Summerland is an astral subplane where dead persons go who are not aware that they have died. Okay, so well, purgatory. <laughs> so, am I dead? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't right. know if this is good, actually. Hi, right, welcome to Purgatory. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Welcome Summerland. to Summerland. <laughs> Just in 1997. That. The droll voice. Welcome to Summerland. <laughs> you are here to enjoy your postpartum life. <laughs> These persons are either not in touch with their higher self and spiritual guidance, or they are not yet ready to accept that their physical life has ended. In Summerland, Summerland, they can finish whatever earthly goals they were unable to achieve. Their goals were to harm others and cause fear. They will not be able to remain there because the vibration of their consciousness will pull them down into the lower astral plane. Okay, so basically heaven and hell once again. But I've never heard it referred to as Summerland. <laughs> Sounds so fun, but it's, that but, does not. It's, that's not but good. you're dead. Yeah, but you don't know you're dead. And you're just out. You know, what if your goal was to retire at 90 and you died, you died you at 75? You never could. You just, yes. You're just stuck on that plane because Michael Jackson has too much baggage. <laughs> We're all in the waiting area. <laughs> but really, is, is it you, you, just, you, just, you just live your life again so you can finish your goals? That's it? The vibration of Summerland resonates to love. Just like the Beatles. All we need is love. Love. Probably copyrighted so hard right now. It is a place where loving people who die, in air quotes, while disillusioned or unfinished with their physical life, can feel a sense of fulfillment and completion. Okay, this sounds pretty good. I could see Summerland. Summerland is like a halfway house. Every time I say it's good, it just... (laughs) (laughs) Summerland is like a halfway house where the inhabitants can prepare themselves for their rebirth into the physical world or into the higher planes. So karma. Have you seen the new episode of Solar Opposites? Yeah, I must be fulfilled. What's my fulfillment at computer? Yeah, trains. That's the solution. (laughs) Model trains. Now we also have the fairy. Now before you get into this, this is different than normal fairies that people are accustomed to. It is spelled F A E R I E instead of F A I R Y. Uh, the typical fairies that people think about is like Tinkerbell, which are very cute and sweet and beautiful. Also very devious. True. But these fairies, you could compare them to a banshee. Okay. They are... Plot twist. <laughs> yes. They are very evil, horrid, and mischievous creatures. Ooh. These myth. Mythical figures are portrayed as spirits that know easy ways of stealing. All right. Let's hear about it. So basically the rogues of the astral world. Well, how about you read it? Fuck you. I will. (laughs) Not because you told me to, because I want to. Okay? Sure. So the fairy. The light and the colors in fairy are so bright that it is like coming out of a dark cave and into a bright field. Much of fairy looks like the physical plane. There are also plants, beings, and humanoids that are that do not exist in the third dimension. Our fairy tales and fantasy novels give a true representation of life in fairy. So this is where the place? 
Yes, this is where it gets weird because they start bringing up these ghosts and these types of ghosts and oh. other kind of humanoid things that people believe to be true. But they don't know it. They they just believe. Imagine Frogman, for instance. <laughs> we want him to be real, but we, really we've do. never seen Frogman. Probably never will. <laughs> but there's a good chance that Frogman could be living on this astral plane. And that's why people have depicted it. Oh my God, Jason. Imagination. Next time you're in Imagination Land, you have to go meet the Frogman. Deal. Take a picture. Bring it back, my Deal. guy. Deal. Uh, so, is this all foreshadowing for our stories coming up? Possibly. Ooh. Possibly. We got to possibly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm looking directly at Hunter, and he's just fucking like, he's in Imagination Land. 100%. I'm just trying to grasp Were the concept. Were you fapping off to Frogman? <laughs> <laughs> His astral body was. It wanted to be penetrated by Frogman. Oh, he right. sticks that sparky wood in my ass. <laughs> sticks and berries. Uh, no, I'm just tripping out over this fairy place that looks like home, but it's home to plants and beings and humanoids that do not exist in third dimension. What even makes more no fucking sense is that it says humanoids that don't exist in third dimension. I thought we were like the only things that exist in the here right now is humans. What humanoids? Now we got some other human ass looking motherfuckers. I don't think it's fair to say humanoid because we live in a planet full of creatures. It's fucked up, man. Well, if you want me to go a little bit and dissect this a little bit more, please, please. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> it's interesting enough. So let's go into a com- comparison between fairy with the R Y versus the fairy with the R I E. Most of the people use fairy and fairy in the same sense and do not consider having many differences. For them, it is just the difference in spelling and nothing else. Both fairy and fairy are used for two different mythical spirits or figures. Fairy, with the R-Y, is a word that has been derived from Latin word fatum, which can mean fate. Fairies are considered to be a group of young and pure spirits. These fairies are considered to elevate to higher levels through their impartial and loving service. Generally, a fairy refers to the young spirit, which is in the mid-level of growth. They are considered to be lower to sylph and higher to elf. I don't know what sylph means, so don't ask. (laughs) Fairy, with the R-I-E, is a word that has been derived from the Gallic fear shidhe, S-H-I-D-E. Sounds good to me, my guy. I thought he just, like, burped. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. Sounds good to me. From the Gallic, which means fear shidhe, which means man of the she. Unlike the fairies, fairies are considered to be evil, horrid, and mischievous creatures. These mythical figures are portrayed as spirits that know easy ways of stealing. For example, fairies steal children and keep them as slaves or pets. When compared to fairies, fairies are friendly and nice. They are also good-looking and more handsome than the fairies. Unlike the fairies, fairies can be a bit mischievous, but are not dangerous. The fairies are evil, unfriendly, and cruel spirits. The fairies are a bit dangerous as well. I feel like you should have put some um, fluctuation on that, like fairy and furry. 
I know it's weird. They're like pronounced the same. Yes. But yeah, I agree with Chase. Make it more French. <laughs> Merci. Oh, oui, oui. Oui. Then find the notes yourself. Oh, fuck. Okay. We wow. will not do this. Well, yeah, we just got to We will up. move on. You got a middle finger without the actual action. Chase, move on to the next topic. All right, the mental plane. The mental plane has much less density than the astral plane. In fact, in the mental subplanes, emotions are muted because they are balanced. For example, fear and love, happiness and sorrow, are no longer polarized into separate emotions and are, instead, perceived as a spectrum encompassing all extremes. Now, Chase, real quick. When you're asleep and you're going through all these crazy dreams, do you feel a sense of emotion? Um... I can't say exactly that I do, and I can't say exactly that I don't. What I The things that I notice the most is when I feel like I can perceive consciousness within the dream. So you've never been scared? Oh, yeah, of course. That That's an emotion. Okay. So, yeah, sure. When a giant octopus is trying to kill you and take okay. your helicopter okay. out of the sky? that's an emotion. Yes. If, if it Dear. wasn't, you would be on the mental plane. That's why I was Dear. asking. Okay. It's What's on the, the difference? Plane. Well, I mean, why you ask that? You had no I, feelings, I'm and you're on the mental plane. I'm trying to figure out what kind of plane, if you are a national traveler, that your your mind is able to get to, and I'll your tell soul you, is able. I'll to. tell you what plane I'm on: a Boeing 757. Ooh, that's your choice. Wow! I love it when Adrian is just like, "Fuck you." That's that's what I get. Fucking boomer. I'm Jesus trying to Christ. help him in his thing that that he's been battling. And what do I get? Two middle fingers and a fuck you and a Boeing 77. 77. 77. All right, back to the mental plane now. <laughs> back at it. So, without the polarity of emotions, there is no longer the charge that distracts our feeling body and lowers our consciousness. Therefore, we can think about our emotions without the judgment and criticism that is so common in the third dimension. Here, the combination of thoughts and emotions quickly manifests as objects or experiences. However, our perceptions that were so bright and distinct on the higher astral subplanes are muted, like looking through a gauze veil. Matter on the mental plane is very fine. And objects are temporary because they are created by our attention and disappear when they are no longer held in our mind. Mm, that's trippy. First thing that came to my mind to be, uh, I am, therefore, or I, I, I what's that? What's that saying? Fuck, hold on. To be Forget. or not to be? No, no, no. Uh, <gasps> it is, and therefore I am, or something like that. Hold on. The first thing I thought of while you're looking that up, yeah. Um, I thought about those little squiggly dots and lines that you see in your eyeball that you can never actually catch. <laughs> the floaties. Yeah. It, it just takes me back to the Family Guy one where he's like, I almost got it. I almost got it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> to be or not to be. No, I know you. I know you. Oh. Your hips don't lie. So so one thing that popped to my mind. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Love my talking like that. Man, you make a man. Okay. <clears throat> One thing that popped to my mind, trippy, this 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 mental plane, is I I am I'm seen, therefore I am. No, fuck, I fucked it up again. Yeah, you still fucked it up. What was it? I just had it on the tip of my tongue. It is. Oh, to be. What really trips me out is 
to be seen is to be observed. It's that interesting concept of there's a bear shit in the woods. We're all computer simulation, so yes. Right. So in this mental state, it's interesting it talks about attention. So as, as, as long as you hold attention on something, it's seen, it's observed, therefore it is. But when it's not, it just disappears. But let me ask you something. Does a duck walk like a duck? Uh-huh. Does a duck fly like a duck? Sure. Does a duck quack like a duck? Sure. Then it's a duck. Yes. Okay. Therefore? Your answer is solved. It is a duck. It is a duck. So I'm a duck? Do you walk <laughs> like a duck? Do you walk like a duck? Do I? No. I'm asking. I don't know, do you? Yes. No, you don't. Do you oh. quack like a duck? I can. Without the use of a call? Quack. Doesn't count. You're not a duck. <laughs> can you fly like a duck? No. Do you okay. taste like a duck? I've never tasted me. Let's find out, Adrian. Come over here, big guy. <laughs> I got the grill burning. Convergence. Convergence. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though, boys, right? A little weird, right? Interesting. No, I, As things come no in and out of reality, weird. Through your own mind, through your own mental state. And are you experiencing other people's mental states, or is it just your own? Yeah, that that's that's where these stories get a little wild because that there's a big Reddit section as well as a bunch of uh, just discussions around the internet where people have had like meetings with other people that they've never known before, and they've said that they've had their astral spirits meet even though they haven't met before, and then they end up meeting together. So that's that's what's crazy is can can someone go into this world, this fourth dimension, and actually get into the thoughts of someone else's? Uh, I've heard the same thing, so I actually agree with that. I think there are people who have had match, to quote it in air quotes, match made in heaven. Oh, um, made in astral heaven. Yeah, I mean, people... I. You know, That's I, cross. Well, I mean, we're hoping to get someone on the show who has done a lot of um, ancestry work, and yeah. she believes in reincarnation, and she believes, um, it sh- I shouldn't say believes, she knows that she's ex- had recollections of a previous life and has actually reached out to that other individual that was a part of that relationship. Yeah. And she has conversations about this as if she was that uh-huh. departed. There was a movie recently in the... In the theaters, that is basically that where this lady has a superpower where she can reach other realities of her versions of herself. And if that person knows karate, she'll learn karate. If she knows how to sue a sniper rifle a thousand yards away, she can learn it there. Fucking weird. It would make sense too because in Inception, when they visit someone's dream, they can't tell you what to do. You can't consciously tell someone what to do. You can just plant an idea. So you have limitations within the mind of someone else. I don't know, guys. I'm fucking tripping out. So just as the astral plane creates and reflects our emotions, the mental plane creates and reflects our thoughts. The mental plane encompasses our concrete thought, our mental body, and the aura of our mind. Traveling through the mental plane can assist us in releasing old core beliefs or limitation and separation. Bet. Interesting. Here's my favorite, the casual plane, baby. Oh, I love being casual. The casual plane is the highest vibration of the mental plane. However, it resonates to a much higher frequency than the rest of the mental plane. 
Therefore, it is infinitely more beautiful. This plane is filled with light, love, and truth. The casual plane is the plane of our higher self. This plane rules our abstract thought and can facilitate quick changes in our third-dimensional thinking if we allow the wisdom of our higher self to enter our physical consciousness. That sounds like you've almost reached the ultimate being. Like, I know I ain't getting there anytime soon. Well, the ultimate <laughs> being is, I, I believe, going out on a whim here, I think it's the sixth or seventh dimension. So you, you got to work through those dimensions to get to the highest being. Man, I got a lot of progress. This is like an achievement, man. Whew. Yeah, you you got the old Xbox 360 achievements. Ding, astral traveler. <laughs> <laughs> the casual spiritual plane. The highest frequency of the casual plane is the spiritual plane where our higher human resides. Our higher human consists primarily of light and holds a very little matter. From the perspective of our higher human, we are able to pierce the veil between each plane and see our many selves. This process is like looking through a house of mirrors to see the many bodies of ourselves. However, our true self is the higher human. When our soul desires a physical life, it steps its vibration down into the higher human who then clothes itself in the matter of the appropriate planes to become born into the physical world. Hold up. Reincarnation. Whoa. Yeah. That is the first thing in this whole episode that's made sense. That's trippy as fuck. Yeah. Karma. soul is ready from its traveling the infinite vastness of the universe. It's like, you know what? Taking a vacation. I want to feel back pain. I want to feel neck pain. <laughs> do you think? I want to take shits. Do you think I want to bleed. Do you think death is just the break room? <laughs> yeah, it's just the break room. It's just, it's on to the next existence. No, it that's. Is. It's not right? the break room. No. Life is, is what they're saying. How is life the break room? Well, it's different than because what our vacation. true selves are. Our true selves are our soul, our everlasting yeah, essence. Yeah, you have but... so much energy going within the, the souls in your higher human being that once it wants to go back into the physical state, your higher self is lowering down the vibrations to be, come back into the physical realm so you can exist you big bitch interesting yeah i don't that's not the way i see that the way i see it is you are when you're ready after your break of the human life you're ready to go back and learn your next lesson that's the way i'm interpreting that but no like i see what you're saying you see what he's saying though i see what you're saying i see what you're saying too though i see what you're putting down i can smell what you're laying down and that's not good On each of the subplanes between the physical and casual spiritual plane is a body we can inhabit for our fourth dimensional journeys. It is from the casual spiritual plane that the rainbow bridge can lift our vow. All I can think about is Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Derailed. Deviated. It is from the casual spiritual plane that the rainbow bridge can lift our vibration into the fifth dimension and into our fifth dimensional light body. Our I am presence guards the threshold of this bridge, waiting to guide us across it when we are ready. So now that we got through all the planes and everything, we're going to go into some personal stories that we found all over the internet from some people that have done astral traveling. So our first story is titled... The horrifying noise. I just want to clarify, for the folks who claim that they've actual traveled, I don't need this mental mindfuck in my life right now. 
too I don't late. need proof. It's too late. I don't dude. need proof. I just need to dabble. I just need a little tickle, tickle, tickle. Hey, we're doing tickle your balls and we're doing penetrate your soul. Here we go. The horrifying noise. So we're going to talk about the horrifying noise. This astral projection story was shared by someone on a forum type website. And this guy explains how he experienced astral projection and heard a horrifying loud noise and contact with people who weren't really there. I will be reading it from his point of view. <laughs> I ex- I expect acting. Acting. I I'm you thespian. I want to hear a new voice. Then, Not a sexual voice. Yes, no midnight sex. We got to lay the rules down for this man. <laughs> fucking do it. Stop. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Then the sounds were really close. <laughs> What is this, Laura Croft Tomb Raider? He can't do a voice without making it sexual. Yeah, he, he just gets all breathy. He's then sounds. Then where's Batman? <laughs> Where is she? Where's Rachel? Now you're not getting voices. Then the sounds were really close to me as well as a deep brrr sound. <laughs> How does he make every story sexual? We shouldn't laugh because, you know, this is a man's recollection of his astral traveling. Okay? <laughs> Grow up. The notes are just a bunch of R. It's like a thousand R's. That the sounds were really close to me as well as a deep brrr sound. <laughs> Come on, you're Mexican. I know you know how to roll your R's. I know you guys made fun of me last time. You went brrr. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to hold my mouth because there's, there's no way I'm not gonna laugh, dude. No matter what <laughs> noise you do, just do it, just do it. Then the sounds were really close to me as well as a deep. <laughs> I can't even do it anymore. You guys fucking. <laughs> no. <laughs> then the sounds were really close to me as well as a deep sound. I then heard a very creepy whisper on my right ear. My bro was on my left. And then pop. I woke up with full consciousness. Apparently, my little brother had hit my elbow, which jolted me back to consciousness. I found that I was sweating really bad. He then goes on to describe how he was touched and felt a physical poking sensation. Again, I kept getting sleep paralysis, always with un mentioned things going around i knew noises and images have been mentioned but astral to physical touch wasn't and i i always had it one night i was sleeping alone on the living room couch i heard and felt someone walking in i felt safe until i knew i couldn't move the person was sifting through the stuff behind the couch and my position restricted me from seeing it then i heard and felt it stop A few seconds later, I quickly got to my head on the side of the couch as if I knew of its presence. Then I felt it poke my right cheek. Which cheek? Poke, 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 poke. And for a few seconds, it stopped. I was broken free of the paralysis. Uh, I think he was just on Facebook for too long. That's Remember the poke th- feature of Facebook? 
That's yeah, good that was horrible. That was a horrible era in humanity. <laughs> That's how we used to flirt with girls, like poke. Yeah, I'll and never then, talk to you in person. Poke. If you didn't poke someone back, like it was like uh, they were offended. They wanted those fucking streaks. That's that's the problem with like Snapchat and shit, like snap streaks. They all started with the poking shit, where you're like, it's been two weeks since you poked. Keep your streak. Fuck that. Society. Hunter, your turn. Ooh, spooky ghost. What what would you guys think of that story first? I need more evidence. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like asshole. It literally sounds like sleep paralysis, and the dude is probably. But sleep paralysis, you don't feel. Yeah. You don't feel physical sensation while you're projecting. Because there's nothing physical about those realms, right? They exist beyond. Your soul gets touched instead of your body. Kinky. I don't know. It, it touched my soul. It, it's crossing lots of boundaries here. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on. Okay. Next story is the warnings of spirits and entities. This is an answer from Quora.com. Post about astral projection and the dangers of it. Oh, interesting. Dangers. Chase, this is good for you. Pay attention. Once you step away from the 3D reality, what you experience becomes much more plastic, and you experience what you expect. What you believe becomes real, or as real as things get in that realm. By the same token, they can only hurt you as much as you believe they can. There are a lot of entities floating around from various sources, and they have their motivations. But how much you perceive them, and how much they affect you, depends on how strongly you believe in them, and what they can do to you. Believe they can't harm you, and they can't. Believe they don't exist, and you won't see them. Simple rules, but it gets complicated because we don't always know what's going on in our subconscious. The same goes for protection. What you believe works, works. It's not really a story, but uh, I actually, I agree. Um, And it's funny because, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago, we had a friend of ours talking about angelic numbers. And for whatever reason, I was, it, it came to my attention and I started thinking about that on my way up uh, home today, driving from work. And I know at some point this individual wants to sit down and talk about it. And I was trying to think to myself how I would talk about that topic. And in my opinion, angelic numbers are based basically numerical astrology, if that makes sense. Like, like your horoscope through whatever your astrological sign is or whatever. And it, it just is based off of what three numbers you see most in your life and how each of those numbers has a certain definition to it. But it's only going to be as powerful as much stock that you put in the belief of that. I think, therefore, I am. Right, Chase? Manifest. He got it. Finally got it. He finally <laughs> got it. It's a manifestation, right? Yes. I'm just been manifesting trying to get my jury duty in the mail. It still hasn't come. We have only a week left in August before my jury duty comes in. Is he going to wait to the last day for this manifestation? Depends on how bad you want it. What? I hope it manifests into a four-week-long hotel stay where you can't <sighs> have any contact with anyone. It'd be tits, dude. I just watched hotel porn for fucking weeks. Like that old- like <laughs> Paid for soft, by the good old government. Softcore, you know? You're like, what the fuck am I looking at? You know, I think that, that's turning me on. That is the most freest place you could ever be as a hotel room. Yeah, there's there just is no fucks, no given. rules. Yeah, uh, those poor, poor cleaning ladies. But no one gives a fucking rat's ass. You no. could pizza boxes everywhere, beer, alcohol, just naked <laughs> juices everywhere. 
illegal you can do substances. Whatever the fuck you want in a hotel room. It's a beautiful place. Well, the next one is titled "Strange Colors, Feelings, and Lights." This is a fascinating post from a Reddit user on a thread about astral projection, in which colors, strange lights, and euphoric feelings are described. I was supposed to start seeing multicolored lights and feel some sort of vibrations. This is where I thought my experience would end. However, as I dryly imagined that little backpack disappearing and reappearing from view, I was surprised to see that from the corner of my eyes, lights began to dance into my black plane of view. They appeared like neon streamers, pink, blue, violet, and yellow, creeping into my mind's eyes, leaving behind their respective streaks of colors. Simultaneously, I began to feel the faintest sensation of vibration in my fingertips and toes. It felt like whenever your hand or foot falls asleep, like tiny needle pricks. Now, at this point, I was a mixture of fear, excitement, and wonder, and lost in the image of the backpack flying in and out of the view, intertwined with splashes of neon color. The vibration began to seize the entirety of my body. The feeling was almost euphoric, growing ever so rapidly, my body seemingly shaking uncontrollably. Wet dream. That's what this sounds like. Am I off? He then goes on to describe how he tried desperately to wake up, but couldn't somehow. Wake up, wake up, it's not real, I told myself through the pangs of terror emanating throughout my body. But the feeling of being torn from my body did not subside for what seemed like the longest 30 seconds of my life, an eternity, until finally I snapped out of it. I was staring at a black ceiling, seeing the outlines of my ceiling fan whizzing around. Now obviously, I was afraid terribly, but thought nothing of the incident and attempted to just move on. That one is the closest to Strike Home. Strike Home? Yeah. For that dream that I had, I told you where I was perceiving consciousness in it. Huh. This one reminded me of my hand coming out of the ceiling fan. Yeah. Perceiving consciousness of a situation. Huh. Interesting. Seems so real, too. Seemed like it tip, dipped into the physical plane. Did yours feel, like, super real? Oh, yeah. No, I like I said, I was, <clears throat> I was perceiving consciousness in my first layer of a two-layer dream. God forbid you ever do psychedelics, my friend. You would see the coolest shit. You have such a an active mind. I'm I'm good. I'll I'll take a hard pass on that. Hmm. You're missing out, big guy. So a scary sp- experience in being speechless. This is another answer from a user on Quora.com about astral projection, and it's an account of her experience with astral projection itself. Again, remembering that these are entirely subjective, and there's really no way to prove or disprove any of these experiences in astral projection stories. Yes. I think it is real. I'm an 18-year-old girl, and I didn't know anything about astral traveling. Tonight, though, around 2.30, I fell asleep as I was very tired. Same, girl. Same. Then, after some time, I found myself in my bedroom in front of the mirror. As I turned back, I saw a weird entity which was floating. It had no body. It was something in brown color made up of dust. I got scared and ran towards my hall. On my way, I saw three more entities. I think they were ghosts or some spirits. 
coming in my way. I got very scared and finally reached my hall. I was moving at a very fast speed as if I'm literally flying. I saw myself sleeping in the hall where I was physically sleeping. As I was scared, I went back into my body and slept. After some time, I felt my hand moving on its own. I knew I was dreaming, but I felt everything real. I couldn't move my body. I opened my eyes and tried to scream. I couldn't even scream. Something was stopping me. I couldn't say a word. Hmm. That was interesting. Sounds like a lot of running and screaming. Yeah. It's kind of hard to believe seeing your own body sleeping. I know. But then it takes Talk me to back. Will. He's seen I it. Know, I know. But that, that was from a, <laughs> it was a near-death experience. But moving on. Moving on. But then it takes me back to Chase's body in the bathroom. I know. And Becca's seen it. And what if all Chase's body had to do is just... Oh. Don't freak me out more. You know what's also really fucking creepy about Chase's situation, Adrian? What? Is the mimic in his basement that no, sounds like I, him. Yeah, it's chasing projecting himself no. out down there. Mimics aren't a thing. We've already I'm not saying it's a mimic. I'm saying the previously stated mimic in other episodes chases part of his consciousness resided in that basement for some time and was calling out. Possibly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying his, his a soul, mimic. Yeah. His soul was lost in the basement. You need to go collect your soul fragments, my guy. You're just all pieces everywhere. I have infinite lives. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> the next story is about a true crime that has happened, and the son who murdered his family actually said it was because of astral projection. Now, it doesn't go into account his full story on what happened, but as the news article goes, in a weird twist to the horrific murder of a doctor, her husband, daughter, and kin at Nathan Code in Kerala's capital city of Thiruvannan Therapuram the doctor's son Kadel Jensen Raja arrested by the police on Monday evening evening reportedly told police that he was involved in satanic worship he told the police he was practicing astral projection or out of body experience it was while studying the artificial intelligence in Australia that he got interested in astral projection, sources say. Police are not willing to buy Cadell's story wholly, but they have sought the help of a psychiatrist for the interrogation. Cadell murdered his parents, who were 60, a retired associate professor, uh, his mother, who was 58, a doctor, her, his sister, who was 25, and a relative who was 70 by attacking them with an axe. Crazy that he could just point this all back to astral projection. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying a fucking word of this. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, you wanted true? I gave you true. True crime, baby. And then the next one. The one that everyone's been waiting for. I don't even think I'm ready for it. So, this is going to talk about a gentleman that has gone into astral projection, and he believes that he met the love of his life while he was astral traveling. One moonlight evening in 1924, a restless, depressed young man named Sylvan Mudon came home from a walk. He 
collapsed on his bed without bothering to take off his clothes. Instead of relaxing, however, his body grew rigid. Mudan, who had undergone many out-of-body experiences, knew what was coming. His astral body left the physical and moved quickly out. Suddenly, it was inside a house Mudan has never seen before. Four strangers sat in the living room. One was a pretty 17-year-old girl who was sewing a black dress. Mudan stood in front of her for a few moments before returning to his physical body. Six weeks later, Mudan saw the girl get out of a car and go into a house. He waited outside until she had emerged. Then he blurted out, Excuse me, but where do you live? The girl snapped that this was none of his business, but Mudan went on to describe accurately her house and members of her family. When he told her how he knew these things and how he had met her, she was puzzled and wary, but impressed with his sincerity. One thing led to another, Muldan wrote in his projection of astral body. I began to like her. I have seen her so many times since. The two have conducted astral projection experiments together. Almost all regular out-of-body travelers have some experience with love and sex on the astral plane. Men and women have met there and even engaged in sexual intercourse, feeling rapturous ecstasy of a kind never approached in earthly sex. The great French astral traveler, Yarm, has this to say about astral sex. Her love penetrated into my being under the guise of a general warmth, while a feeling of absolute confidence filled my spirit. On the other hand, my aurora penetrated hers, and I had the sensation as if I was melting into her. In no other experience have I had so wide awake a consciousness, no love so powerful, nor a calm and sincerity so profound. I want to be united, truly, eternally, with those who love, who must vibrate in harmony with them on all planes and in every kind of activity. Well, I was kind of hoping for some astral butt stuff, but I did not get that whatsoever. <laughs> That no, was not what I expected. Even though it was sexual, it's true love. It's astral projecting. You got to envision the bodies going, like, combining, to, converging, converging into one being. It's like two pieces of paper just sliding raw on each other. I guess I was hoping this guy was just going to, like, astral clubs and just, you know, trying to get his fuck on. But I guess that wasn't the story here. Astral orgies, baby. I guess well, that's, that's not weird. a thing. Well, that's strange. Well, thank you for that, Adrian. Well, I am <clears throat> I officially scared to go to sleep tonight. Yeah. Um, I wish you guys would not have brought up the things that you brought up, but I understand. It's, it's all for the podcast. It's all for the podcast, and it's all for you guys out there listening to this to really think about what you may or may not be seeing and what reality may be. So, we hope you enjoyed this part two. Are we moving on to the next dimensions? Or are we... We done mind-fucking people. We're, is done, it, is it, we're done mind-fucking people for now. Is we're, it time yeah. to get back to the fucking spooky and well, scary world of the paranormal? Spooky season's coming up. We yeah. Have, well, We have a treat for you. Yeah. 
we have a big treat as well as conversations with Hunter. Huh? We need to bring up. Either way, if you guys love the podcast, just god your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good conversation. If you guys love the podcast, make sure to reach out to us. Let us know at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Go like all of our stuff. We're getting some new TikToks out. It is at Stuck in This Purgatory on TikTok. Make sure you give that a look, as well as checking out our Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory. Click on that link tree. I promise you, it'll take you to our Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, anything else. Make sure you go give it a look. If you're listening on any one of our podcast platforms, make sure you give us a rating so we could hear on what we need to improve on as well as hearing back all the reviews that you guys have. Thank you so much. Chase, take us on. You know what, guys? There's nothing more powerful in this world than self-love. So if at any point you do achieve astral projection or astral traveling, and you do happen to see yourself in the hallway, in the bathroom, maybe your bed, just give yourself a shot. See what other people are experiencing when they're making love to you. Because you don't know, personally. Did you suggest they go fuck themselves? <laughs> In a literal, loving sense. <laughs> go fuck yourself. We love you guys. Thank you so much. How do I follow that up? I don't know what to say. <laughs> Just know we're all stuck in this purgatory. Just I'm know, Ron Burgundy. We're stuck in this purgatory. <laughs> Just know what happens in purgatory stays in fucking purgatory.